Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, April 6, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, It All Began With the Pill. If the Nobel Prize Committee had the category of most influential invention of the last century, One candidate might be the pill, the contraceptive that came into widespread use in the 1960s and triggered a chain reaction of one tectonic societal earthquake after another. I was a college student at the time and watched it happen. If you want to know the origin of today's sexual madness, What's your pronoun? Men can get pregnant. Little boys get castrated. Pubescent girls undergo double mastectomies. And drag queens entertain American kindergarten kids. It all began with a pill that reconfigured the relationship between men and women as never before since the Garden of Eden. The pill's advent ignited a tsunami of fornication, a.k.a. a premarital sex and adultery, that led to a further tsunami of millions of couples divorcing, the invention of no-fault divorce, millions of tears, and millions of broken families. The pill produced women's lib, and women like Hillary, Lady Macbeth Clinton, who sneered at motherhood and wanted a career just like a man. Women's Lib was followed in 1969 by Gay Lib, which burst out of a Greenwich Village bar for sodomites who were angry at polite society, which historically scorned their addiction as non-procreative hedonism. Because they did not generate the next generation, they were also called degenerates. But with the pill divorcing procreation from its pleasure, polite society could no longer object to behavior enjoying the pleasure of sex without the procreation. The sodomites said, you are just like us now, so you have nothing to criticize us for. This led by 1972 to the American Psychiatric Association 
removing homosexuality from its diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders. The thinking was that if the sodomite is happy with his deviance and supports himself with a steady job, who is to say this is a mental disorder? The APA's deletion then led to the eruption across the land of homosexual orgies in which hundreds of men participated, exchanging bodily fluids with total strangers who had come from far and wide and returned to far and wide, thus spreading the monstrous AIDS contagion, a disease far more lethal than COVID-19. One online source says 7 million victims have fallen to the communist Chinese germ warfare attack on the world's population versus the 40 million who have died from AIDS. The APA decision came from psychiatrists who, before they specialized, had been through medical school and knew that male-to-male sodomy is known to damage the colon and lead to serious medical problems. Given the number of AIDS fatalities, deleting homosexuality from the DSM may have been the worst case of medical malpractice in history. In the 1970s, I was an outside observer of these orgies because I drove a New York taxi cab on the night shift when the best business was in Greenwich Village. The behaviors on display persuaded me at that time, an open-minded liberal, that contrary to the propaganda about the gay lifestyle, this behavior had absolutely nothing to do with love. The 1972 APA decision also led to the United States Supreme Court's decision the following year in Roe v. Wade. That decision legitimized the right of a woman who created another human being in a night of pleasure to kill what she had created. Suddenly, intraterrene infanticide was legal. A state of affairs the court only recently slowed when it rolled in Dobbs that the United States, not the federal government, had the final say in whether abortion could exist in their borders. The Hobbs decision, though, hasn't stopped the accelerating pace of today's sexual lunacy, which includes not just legitimatizing all various variations of homosexual sex, but advocating for it in schools. In a chain of events going directly back to the pill, we now have the appearance on elementary school library bookshelves of gay pornography, tampon dispensers in the boys' room, and a female Supreme Court justice who does not know that a woman is called woman because she is a womb man, a human with a womb. The pill has produced a society that is dizzy with the fantasies that there is such a thing as gender outside of grammar, let alone transgender, which is nothing but the old transvestism explicitly forbidden in the Bible, right uh, alongside male-to-male sodomy.
the divine genius of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and three other towns is that it is how societies die via sexual abandon and sexual perversion, a couplet no longer permissible in the politically correct generation of the woke. There is also a connection between the confusion over gender and the nonsense of sexual orientation, which implies that it is more than one way to engage in sexual behavior when there is not. Except in societies that are entering their twilight sex is about creating the next generation of society, and there is only one way to do it, one man, one woman, and all other uses of organs of reproduction and evacuation are not sex because they have nothing to do with procreation. Every letter in the LGTB etc. series stands for another deviant behavior having nothing to do with making babies. The pill led to sexual abandon reminiscent of a leak in a nuclear reactor. Nuclear energy is the best, cleanest, and most productive of all energy sources, but it needs a, con a containment facility that, when breached, can lead to massive destruction and death. Likewise, sex, it too needs a containment facility called holy matrimony, for marriage commonly leads to doing the most GD-like thing humans do, which is like GD who created Adam and Eve, create another human being. There is also meaning in the related story of, of Abraham and his followers. The Almighty might have chosen, for example, to command that a person tattoo some sign on the back of his right hand as a sign of the covenant to do what is right in all things. Instead, as the sign of the covenant is a sign of G.D., once his greatest creation, man, to manage his organs of reproduction and a spirit of holiness, not wanton liberalism. Americans have come to where they are today because of the collapse of sexual propriety, something apparent everywhere in public spaces that are awash in erotic and pornographic advertising. The most popular TV broadcast in the year is the Super Bowl, which invariably has a halftime show featuring scantily clad females bumping and grinding, something that in an earlier and healthier generation required a man to go downtown and pay money to see in a local burly queue. Today, on Super Bowl Sunday, it is in everyone's living room. There is also a connection between the loss of sense of right and wrong in matters of sex and right and wrong in other activities, such as the FBI. In that institution, we've learned 
that the agents protecting the sexual perversity of the son of the President of the United States and the First Family's influence peddling among the communists also have allegedly led to hundreds of intramural sex harassment cases amongst agency employees. It also is no coincidence that Hollywood movies for TV and theater these days seem to be following some kind of directive to screenwriters that every line of dialogue must now contain in some form infinitive past participant present principle gerund of the old English verb believed to be an acronym signifying for unlawful carnal knowledge. The F-bomb is now ambiguous in popular entertainment and common speech used in anger, insult, and menace when it refers to the most divine activity human beings engage in. Now profaned and a culture afflicted with some kind of spiritual gangrene. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription, mailed within the United States, is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
427-3414. Okay, uh, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, I want to uh, say this. Uh, there in that commentary piece uh, where it was saying GD, uh, that wasn't a uh, an abbreviation for a uh, curse word. Uh, that was actually uh, an abbreviation of God, uh, which in today's times, uh, you know, uh, we're not allowed to say that word. Uh, God is uh, uh, made out to be uh, non-existent, and uh, we as true Christians, we know better. Uh, look outside your window, uh, this idea of a Big Bang Theory uh, that everything just happened. Uh, come on now, look how wonderfully well uh, our bodies are created and uh, how we have been created to procreate, unlike the homosexuals. Uh, the first article I have for this evening, uh, Tuesday evening, uh, I talked a little bit about COVID and I didn't have the uh, article uh, that I wanted. Now, I kind of lost track of... Uh, 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 what we discussed there on Tuesday, but I said I would do uh, find this article and do it on the, this evening's, the Thursday evening show, and uh, I have it. Uh, we're going to start the show with that one. Uh, it, it comes from the news source, the Epoch Times. The headline is Analysis COVID Vaccines Cause 300,000 Excess Deaths in 2022 alone. Wow, 300,000, and this has just been uh, 2022 alone. You know, I remember when I see these articles, I think back to uh, all the uh, uh, sheep that got in line to get uh, the jab. That's what we were discussing on Tuesday's show, uh, about a, a disease so deadly that you had idiots lining up for blocks to get tested to see if they have a disease, uh, to, to see if they have this deadly disease. Uh, you know, uh, anybody with common sense, the way this uh, uh, Chinese flu was put out there is, you know, everybody's going to die. Uh, put a mask on and stay in your house or you're going to die. Uh, this rhetoric was, uh, it, it all the bottom fell out of all of it. But guess what? After uh, the Chinese flu faded away, just into like the other uh, uh, strains of the flu, now the truth is coming out. Masks didn't do anything, which we in the know could tell you that. Uh, the simple idea of thinking that uh, you are going to uh, breathe out your... Uh, Carbon, what is it, carbon monoxide you breathe out or carbon dioxide? I'm not sure, but you breathe uh, uh, this carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide, you breathe that out and you take in a fresh breath of oxygen. Your breathing out is like a little uh, a fuel filter or air filter, uh, more, uh, more like an air filter, to filtrate the uh, impurities out of your breathing. Now, when you take a uh, mask and you strap that across your face, 
you are breathing back in the impurities that God created you to breathe out and expel. For that simple fact right there, masks, anybody with any common sense could figure out that that isn't good. Uh, now, let's see what we have here with these. Uh, oh, what I was saying, every time I see these COVID-19 articles and, you know, the truth actually being told now, I think back to all the people that uh, stood in lines, uh, you know, drove through parking lots at these uh, pop-up uh, jab locations. You know, they rolled up their sleeves. They had a great big smile on their face. Uh, they gave out the little boo-boo stickers uh, uh, after they got the shot that says, I got the jab. And, you know, it's just all happy. They were happy as all hell. Uh, to take in this experimental drug. And I wonder now uh, if those people that got the jab would actually uh, do it again. Do it again after the facts are out. And these facts should have been out long before uh, people were uh, stuck with this poison. The article here, every day Dr. McClaw and I speak to people who have been injured or have a family member who has been killed by one of the COVID-19 vaccines. Almost every day, McClaw examines one or more patients with vaccine injuries in his clinical practice. Because he has become a go-to doctor for people who are suffering from these symptoms, his view of the problem is not statistical, but at the individual human level. The United States has a census-counted population of 332 million. That's an estimate by the U.S. Census Bureau for July 1st of 2021. Thus, if even a small percentage of these people are injured or killed by COVID-19 vaccines, it is still a frightful number. You know, as soon as I said that the census, and this is from back July 1st of 2021, uh, 332 million. Now, th that's 332 million counted. Since 1920, or since 2021, think back to all the scumbags that have crossed our southern border. Uh, the ones that aren't added in. Uh... Thus, if even a small percentage of these people are injured or killed by COVID-19 vaccines, it's still a frightful number. I would say yes. That, you know, 300,000 people, uh, that's between a quarter and a half million people. Well, it's over a quarter. Uh, uh, in between, uh, you know, a quarter and a half million people. Consider that 58,220 men were killed in 10 years of fighting in Vietnam. This was just a tiny percentage of the 100 million American men counted in the 1968 census. But it was still a large number of men to die in their early 20s. Yesterday, former Black Rock portfolio manager Ed Dowd and his analysis at the research firm Finical Technologies published a report on the cost of the COVID-19 vaccine program 
in the United States for the year 2022. I know from multiple probing conversa conversations with Dowd that he is a conservative analyst, a serious and sober-minded man. He is ruthless in eliminating biases and wild assumptions. He and his team have focused their research on the 148 million Americans between the ages of 18 and 64 who are employed. The Bureau of Labor Statistics compiles much data on his cohort, as does the life insurance industry, because many employed people receive policies as part of their compensation packages. Dowd's report is grim, as he encapsulated the results in a tweet. Estimated 2022 U.S. Vaccine Damage Report Estimated Human Cost 26.6 million injuries 1.36 million disabilities 300,000 excess deaths Estimated Economic Cost Total, $147.8 billion. $89.9 billion spent on injuries. $52.2 billion spent on disabilities. And $5.6 billion spent on excess deaths. Uh, you know, if, if you have uh, people, the next time you have uh, someone... Uh, brag to you or try to argue with you uh, about how good this vaccine was, go back to this show. Uh, if you are able to cut and splice those statistics out of this show and let people hear that, that got jabbed. Now, you know, we all have, uh, well, not so much liberal friends. I don't have any liberal friends, but you know, you always get the uh, <coughs> butthole uh, on social media or somewhere that likes to argue with you. You know, the liberal uh, arguing. You could give them those statistics and they call you a liar. Uh, right there they are. Uh, this show doesn't deal in guesswork. It doesn't deal in lies. It doesn't uh, uh, deal in BS. These are the facts. The facts don't lie. The facts aren't racist. They are just what they are. They are facts. Can't argue facts. Just like the grass is green. That is a fact. Well, unless it's, uh, you know, fall maybe turns brown, but in general, grass is green. That is a fact. To say grass is green uh, is a fact because it is. These statistics that I just gave you, they are facts. They are true. They're facts. And these were statistics. Uh, how much injury and how much it cost. And, you know, and actually, too, this is just short-term effects. What do you think the long-term effects of something that has this many short-term effects, what do you think they're going to be? Uh I sure wouldn't want to have gotten the jab to find out. And also, a jab, 
uh, get a COVID vaccine for a uh, flu that you are 99.7% chance of survival. Those are the facts as well. As a true crime author, I always focus on the human cost. I know that the death of a young single young person can be devastate a family and even an entire community. 26.6 million injuries, 1.36 million disabilities, and 300,000 excess deaths. Note that this death count is one year and is 5.2 times the number of men killed in 10 years of combat in Vietnam. So there is somebody says, well, you know, 300,000, that isn't many. That's five times the amount of American soldiers that was killed in Vietnam in 10 years. That is a fact. See, these are the things that uh, I discuss on the show. Just one of the things that I discuss on the show that I hope, uh, you know, my listeners, uh, when they're confronted, uh, you know, with how great this COVID uh, jab was, or how quick it came about, uh, uh, you know, just how great this was and how many lives it saved. It's BS. It's BS. When a and now this is one year. This isn't counting uh, any other year uh, after the jab came out, and it was out in what month? Uh, within COVID, so uh, you know you had all twenty twenty one there. Uh, maybe some of twenty twenty uh, towards the end. I'm not, I can't remember how quick that. Uh, COVID vaccine come out. I mean, it was too quick for me uh, to believe the BS. Uh, the article continues here. Perhaps the most extraordinary thing about this state of affairs is that most Americans don't know it's happening. And, you know, most Americans don't. You know why most Americans don't know it's happening? Because mainstream media doesn't report on it. That goes against the... Uh, uh, the facade that this vaccine is so great. The mainstream media isn't reporting the truth to you. This is why I try to find articles that are truthful. This is the stuff that the mainstream media won't tell you because this is the stuff that our government doesn't want you to know. And when our government doesn't want somebody to know something, Mainstream media jumps right in there and, you know, uh, cohorts with uh, the government. You know, if uh, Joe Biden would wake up some morning and say, we're not going to call the grass green anymore. That's not green, it's yellow. The mainstream media would be right there the next day with stories. Uh, classification of grass, mis misclassified for many years <coughs> or misclassified. It is not green. It is yellow. And, you know, you're looking out your window and you see green grass. But whatever the uh, government says, this is what uh, mainstream media reports, even if it's that ridiculous that it makes them look like lunatics to report such BS. Uh, it continues here. 
Now, every day, young people are dying from heart attacks, strokes, and seizures caused by COVID-19 vaccines. You know, I saw, uh, and you're seeing a lot of sports figures and even uh, uh, kids' sports, uh, high school sports, uh, dropping over dead. Uh, you know, uh, mainstream media reports this is what a phenomenon. Uh, what could be happening? The vaccine, that's what's happening. Uh, I saw that uh, school now, uh, I forget uh, where it was and uh, what district it was, what state or even town, but it said that their goal was to put defibrillators in every one of their schools. Now, why would things have changed that you need defibrillators? When I went to school, and I'm not saying it can't happen, you know, uh, with a child that maybe has a, a undiagnosed heart problem, uh, playing basketball or football or uh, whatever sport it is, could possibly uh, uh, drop over a, a dead because of that uh, illness. But uh, these are healthy people. How many articles have you seen? Uh Healthy high school football player mysteriously uh, falls over dead. It's not mysterious. There's no mystery to it. It's the COVID-19 jab, plain and simple. No mystery. When I went to school, we didn't have to have defibrillators in school. My classmates, uh, now I, I lost some classmates uh, uh, in car accidents and uh uh, things like that. I lost several friends uh, in one accident. Uh, they were playing chicken with a train. Uh, there were six of them in the car, an old Chevelle, and uh, they didn't realize that the uh, throttle or the, the float, when they tramped on the gas, would move and stall the car out. Uh, and what happened is uh, they were playing chicken on the tracks, uh, went to throttle the car, it stalled, and uh, all six of them were killed. Uh, so I lost six friends right there in, in, in one accident. But the the point is, you know, everybody uh, probably listening to the show can name uh, one or two classmates that they lost while they were in school. So, you know, it happens. But these were mostly accidents outside of school. This wasn't... Uh, uh, classmates just dropping over in class. I played junior high and uh, senior uh, high football. Uh, nobody ever collapsed on the field uh, when I played football. Not saying that it couldn't happen, but not to the extent that uh, a school district would commit to having a defibrillator in every school. See, th this tells people uh, like myself that can think clearly and think for myself that something changed. Something changed now. And uh, people uh, with common sense uh, can put two and two together. Now, some people might, but this article is a perfect article to have your non-believing friends listen to. The perfect one. Uh, it continues here, most of their families and friends are led to believe that they just died suddenly and unexpectedly of acute conditions that were extremely rare in young people prior to 2021. That's what I just said. 
that's what I just said, uh, how uh, it's manipulated to make it sound like, you know, it, it's just something changed. The kids are dying. Now they're uh, dropping over like flies, healthy children. There had to have been something that changed. And what changed was the jab. Uh, and uh, look how many schools, look how many schools made it mandatory for children to get this experimental jab. You know, uh, doesn't this kind of make you think maybe that this was a population control tactic? Uh, I could see that. I, it definitely, uh, I could see that. Uh, and when you think about uh, some of the uh, uh, stipulations of people that didn't have to, when it first came out, people that didn't have to have the jab. Uh, they said black people didn't have to have the jabs. Uh, people, these scumbags coming across the border, they aren't tested for COVID-19. They aren't giving the jab. So who does that leave? White people. White people in America were, has been the target of this uh, experimental. What you, I don't even think it's experimental. I, I think they knew damn well what was going to happen. Uh so, you know, you can't call it an experimental drug. It's doing exactly what it was intended to do. Uh, and this all ties in with white genocide. If you don't believe that uh, the white race is being genocided from our own white Christian country, you better open up your eyes. Uh, and this is happening in every white nation, white country, uh, uh, throughout the world. I think white people now are only, uh, and I don't have the statistics here, and I'm thinking, uh, so don't quote me on this, I'm thinking that uh, the, the white race is only 8% of the world's population. Uh, I haven't looked at any recent uh, statistics. And, you know, that really doesn't matter because these scumbags coming across the border uh, do you think they're filling out census papers? Of course not. This is only uh, uh, law-abiding citizens filling out these papers. So, you know, when, when that's filled out, it, it may come out and say, uh, and I kind of think I'm uh, maybe right here, 68 or 63 maybe percent uh, of America uh, is white. You know, then people would argue with you, what are you talking about uh, white genocide? That's any what is uh, people that filled out a uh, uh, census. That's those calculations. That isn't counting the millions of uh, cockroaches coming across the southern border. They're not counted. So if it says that uh, 63 uh, percent of America is white. That's not correct either. It's a lot less than that because of these uh, uncounted scumbags coming into the country. So uh, that that's the end of that article. But uh, I thought that was a very important article. I, I didn't have it for Tuesday, but uh, I told you guys that I would do that on Thursday, so I'd find it. Uh, and, and there it is. There it is. That's the truth. That's the facts. This uh, COVID uh, uh, jab was no big miracle. 
It wasn't a miracle by far. Unless uh, its intent to, was to uh, kill white people, it did do that. So maybe to somebody, like, uh, I don't know, our government, maybe it is a miracle. It's a miracle to our government because it's doing exactly what they wanted it to do, kill people. And uh, a majority of white people. Uh, let's see. Uh, I am just looking here uh, through. Well, okay, I'll do this one next uh, because I, I mentioned some things there about uh, schools and uh uh, uh, the, now all of a sudden, uh, this mystery of, uh, you know, uh, healthy young, uh, children dropping over dead, uh, this is a mystery. And like I said, we never had any defibrillators in the school when I was in school. And this is another, uh, article. Oh, let me find it here. Maybe. Oh, okay, here it is. Uh, this article comes from the news source, The Daily Wire. The headline to this is, Governor Bill Lee to propose plan to put armed guard in every Tennessee school. You know, just like the uh, uh, commentary broke down the consequences of the pill, the contraceptive, uh, the pill. And, you know, many people wouldn't think, uh, you know, uh, that this caused the things that it has. Uh, but clearly, in that uh, commentary piece, you can see that it has. Uh, you know, uh, uh, some people might have thought the pill was great. Again, everything it seems like our government does or comes up with is deceptive. It's deceptive in one way or another. There's always a uh, sinister plot behind anything our government does. And, you know, it kills me when people will talk about people being uh, anti-government. Yeah, um... When you have a tyrannical government that promotes such things as homosexuality, uh, mutilation of children, uh, puts out these uh, uh, vaccines knowing that they kill people, my question is, who in the hell wouldn't be anti-government? The things that our government does, I can't believe all of America isn't anti-government. I really can't. Uh, but, you know, the indoctrination, this was something else that, uh, uh, it didn't just happen. It crept in, though. It crept in. And, and now we're dealing with uh, the indoctrination. The, the kids coming out of college now, they're indoctrinated. They don't know uh, 
they don't know their own history. Uh, kids today, uh, as they grow up, the way our government and the school systems is pushing this homosexual agenda down their throats, uh, the critical race theory, teaching white children to be ashamed of their white race, we're turning out kids that have no idea what history is and they think homosexuality uh, is okay because that's all they know. Uh, they were taught this in school. This, again, with these armed guards. And I have said this before. I remember when I went to school, uh, the school I went to was kind of laid out uh, in wings. Hey, who knows? Maybe it looked like a swastika from the air. I don't know. But it, it had like the... Uh, uh, four wings that uh, stretched out, and when I went to school, there we didn't have air conditioning. Uh, we wasn't there to be made comfortable. Uh, we were there to learn. We didn't need such things as air conditioning. Uh, but each wing of the school would be, uh, the doors, the double doors at each end would be open. So in the summertime, you got this really nice draft that would, uh, uh, sweep down the hallway so when you got out of your hot classroom with no air conditioning, uh, you hit the hallways and you could smell the fresh air. Uh, if the uh, janitors were out there cutting grass, the smell of fresh grass uh, would come sweeping down uh, in your face that you could smell. Uh, the air felt good. Uh, and today, public schools are jails for kids. Everything's locked down. Uh, windows don't open. Uh, you know, it's it's like being in a prison. Uh, children today uh, in school, they're not going to have any fond memories. I have many fond memories about school. Uh, I hated school. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't wait to get out of school. Uh, but you know what? Uh, after reality slaps you in the face, uh, I'd have paid to get back to school. I have, you know, after uh, uh, hindsight, I wish I would have... Uh, now, I did graduate, but I wish I would have applied myself a little better and got a, a college education. Not the college educations of today. I, I would have still got a, a, an education. Uh, you, you know, a college degree then meant something. Now, today, uh, not so much, especially with the schools uh, lowering uh, grade point averages so the little uh, 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 mentally... Uh, intellectually handicapped uh, non-white kids don't feel stupid. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, grade levels were dropped to, uh, you know, a, a moron. Uh, kids are probably graduating high school now with a third or fourth grade level of uh, education because of that, dumbing down uh, the schools. Now, here again, all of a sudden, we need armed guards in every Tennessee school. Uh, and what I was getting at, our schools, when I went, was never locked down. Nobody ever come in there uh, with a gun threatening uh, anybody. So what happened? What happened? Why did this change? Every Tennessee private and public school will have the resources necessary to hire an armed guard if Governor Bill Lee gets his plan through a Republican-led legislature. Next week, Lee will propose a plan to funnel millions of dollars to public and private schools to beef up security following the mass shooting at a Nashville Christian elementary school on Monday. 
Lee's plan would place an armed uh, school resource officer in every public school and provide funding for private schools to hire armed guards with the same level of training as those in public schools. Private schools would not be forced to join in the program, the Tennessean reported. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess. I don't have statistics, and uh, so I can't say this for fact. But my opinion as to why uh, there are so many school shootings today I think it is because what kids are put through in school. Like I said, I have many fond memories. Today's children in schools, they don't have fond memories. Do you think uh, these kids want to go to school and hear about uh, uh, critical race theory? Uh, do you think they want to hear about all this queer uh, homosexual stuff? You know, uh, and here again, the government and the mainstream media uh, have a mirage here going on. Uh, they will tell you that uh, kids that aren't allowed to be sexually mutilated will commit suicide because they're not allowed to be sexually mutilated. Where, in reality, these kids that are sexually mutilated, once they realize, and, you know, they come out of the spell, so to say, uh, the fad's over, and here they've sexually, sexually mutilated themselves, then they commit suicide. Uh, so this is, I think, uh, uh, the shootings. This is pushing kids' minds uh, too far in the wrong direction. Yeah, I sure wouldn't want to be uh, a child in school today. I can't even imagine uh, any of the teachers that I had in school wanting to teach what's being taught in school. So that's my theory of these school shooters and why there's uh, now we need armed guards because the school systems and our government have pushed the children today uh, uh, to such a uh, level of hatred for themselves, uh, a level of depression that these kids cannot uh, snap out of. You know, these kids probably dread getting on that school bus in the morning. They have to. Uh, the article continues here. I think we all understand when people are fearful, when people are angry, when people lash out. I have those same emotions myself. We all do, Lee said. We have an obligation. I have an obligation to do what I can and work together with leaders across this community to address people's concerns and to protect our kids in whatever way we can. Now, I'll say this. I, I do agree. It's a shame to have to agree. But I do agree that there should be uh, armed uh, officials in today's schools. Because, uh, and I, I uh, talk to many youth. And it gives me hope for a future America. Because I talk to many uh, proud, patriotic kids. They don't go, uh, they are not for this homosexual agenda. Uh, they are not ashamed of their white skin, and they will not be forced into being ashamed of their white skin. They bought the system uh, with these things. 
so not every child uh, is as I don't know how to say it is as weak uh, to fall into this trap of depression and shame in schools. So the reason I say we need armed personnel in schools is to protect those children, the proud children. They're proud of their skin. They're proud of their country. They're proud of their history, heritage, and culture. They need protected from the weaker-minded children. Now, yes, it is a shame uh, the children are taking their lives in schools today, but you know who to blame for that. Like I said, this stuff just, just didn't happen. Uh, this was uh, integrated into schools little by little, so we didn't pay any attention. Well, some people didn't pay any attention. Uh, there are organizations like the Knights Party that have been preaching for years as to where uh, America was headed preached for years where the public school systems were headed and preached for years what our government uh, truly was. Uh, our government is a truly evil entity. Uh, and like I said, you know, if you say something against the government, they'll come down on you or social media or uh, uh, mainstream media, if you say something anti-government, they'll come down on you like you're a terrorist. When you see what our government's doing, who the hell wouldn't be anti-government? Uh, the Republican governor reportedly said he would work over the weekend to ensure his plan will get schools the funding and resources they need. Lee's proposed budget earlier this year included cut $20 million for schools to use on security upgrades, but he wants to expand that funding to include private schools. Uh, I need not go any further uh, into that article either. It is a shame that public schools need the uh, uh, armed, uh, uh, armed uh, teachers and armed security in the schools. Uh, we have our government and public school systems to thank for this. They made, uh, actually, this is a better way to put it. Our government and the public school systems have made the monsters that are going into the schools and uh, committing uh, mass killings. They, did, they weren't born killers. Some, yeah, sure, had uh, mental uh, problems from an early age, which, again, uh, more than likely was because over something the government did. You know, our government sits back and they want to play this little innocent uh, act like they didn't do anything. They want to sit back and pretend and tell us the BS uh, that they know what's best. They're trying to protect us when our government is what ruined America. Our government. Uh, let's see. What else I have here?
and he, this next article is a perfect example that what our government and our leaders and lawmakers and judicial systems are doing. Uh, this comes from the news source Breibart News. The headline to this is, Judge Block's Tennessee Law Aimed at Protecting Children from Seeing Drag Shows. That's right, we have a judge. We have more than one, but this one in particular. We have a judge in America that thinks children should be exposed to homosexual men in a dress. Yeah. This tells me, and like I said before on the show, birds of a feather flock together. You can't support this type of deviancy and not have that evil, evil deviancy within you. Birds of a feather flock together. A Tennessee law restricting drag shows was temporarily blocked on Friday, preventing officials from enforcing the law over the next two weeks. The decision by U.S. District Judge Thomas Parker granted a temporary restraining order as he deemed the law likely both vague and overbroad, the Hill reported Saturday. So here we have U.S. District Judge in Tennessee, Judge Thomas Parker, <coughs> supports the sexualization, supports children being exposed to homosexual men in dresses. He supports this. There's only one reason I could see that he would support this. You know, uh, I think I've used this analogy on the show before. Uh, you know, a judge is more likely to be lenient on someone if he uh, does the same thing that he's judging you for. Uh, and I'll take uh, uh, alcohol, for instance. If a judge is known to get soused after work, uh, drive drunk, maybe he's never had an accident, but he drives drunk, and you go before that judge and you have a DUI uh, because you were out drinking, got pulled over, and you got caught, that judge will be more lenient with you than a judge that doesn't drink because the judge automatically feels the same thing that you feel uh, with your need or desire or whatever you want to call it to drink. So when you, that's birds of a feather. So when you have these judges supporting uh, uh, child sexual mutilations, uh, child rape, grooming, uh, these drag shows, when these judges are supporting this, guess what? Guess what? Birds of a feather. Uh, Governor Bill Lee signed a bill in March uh, and the law criminalizes drag shows that occur in public or in the view of children. So here you have a uh, decent Christian governor, Bill Lee, Republican, from Tennessee, that protected, did what he could to protect children. The judge don't want that. The judge doesn't want the children protected. There has to be a reason.
Yeah, we'll find one here. Uh, kind of going a little backwards here, uh, but this one has to do uh, with education too. Um, uh, let me find it. Okay, uh, this uh, article comes from the Gateway Pundit, and you know, uh, it's good to see parents today standing up uh, to the school boards when they are, uh, you know, critical race theory, promoting this uh, uh, LGBTQ agenda to kids. This kind of stuff doesn't even belong in school. You know, I, I didn't go to school. When I went to school, you know, we had uh, math, algebra, English, reading, uh, history, civics, science. Uh, we had these types of classes. Nobody was in school when I went to school. There was no teachers talking about uh, how cool it is to be a queer. Uh, there was none of that. Uh, uh, none of my teachers tried to teach me to be ashamed uh, that I was white because there was some black people in America one time uh, that didn't want jobs. Uh, we, we didn't have that. Here, uh, the headline to this is, he verbally sexually abused every single child in that classroom. Hero Dad explodes on school board for protecting teacher who told students to describe X-rated sexual fantasies. Parents now pushing to recall school board. Who, what adult? Again, birds of a feather. What adult? would ask children, uh, we'll have to see what grade this is, because uh, uh, when I went to school, you know, uh, I wasn't uh, uh, sitting around uh, having X-rated uh, sexual fantasies. Well, you know, uh, probably little boys, maybe girls did too. Uh, I'm sure my listeners had a teacher uh, when they went to school, you know, they thought she was really hot or uh, uh, the, the girls maybe thought this uh, uh, guy teacher uh, was really handsome or whatever. And, and, you know, you couldn't wait to get to that class uh, to be around that teacher. That was innocence. That was innocence. We were the children. They were the teacher. Now we have the roles reversed where the teachers are trying to pick the kids' heads to find out what their X-rated uh, sexual fantasies are. Why would an adult want to know that? What purpose would that serve? Other than, uh, let's see, I can only think of one reason a teacher would uh, assign such an assignment. That would be to get into that child's head to groom them. That's exactly the only reason. Uh, the article here, the reason the radical left hates to hear the word groomer is because this is exactly what they do to American children in school classrooms and elsewhere. Before I even go any further, you know, this is all great and stuff, these parents uh, confronting the school boards. 
Why waste your time? Homeschool. Then you don't have to look at the school board. Let them do what they want. Homeschool your children. Uh, you know, if enough people would start homeschooling their children, they'd have to close down these dens of perversion called the public school system. They'd have to close them down. I'm going to give you a website and check it out. www.whitepridehomeschool.com Don't give me the uh, BS, you're too busy. You can't homeschool. You did it over the Chinese flu. You can do it again. And besides, for God's sake, aren't your kids worth uh, worth that much? All these articles I do about the things that are going on in school, don't your kids uh, mean that much to you? Don't you want your kids out of that harm? You know, uh, if you're a parent and you're not willing to sacrifice some of your time for your kids, maybe you shouldn't have had kids. Because uh, protecting them is your job. When you're sending these, these your children to public schools, you're not protecting them. You're putting in, putting them in harm's way. Uh, article continues here. One of the most vile examples of grooming happened earlier this month at Churchill High School in Eugene, Oregon. A 10th grade teacher at the school named Kirk Miller asked his students to describe their sexual fantasies in two disgusting assignments. So here we have Kirk Miller worried about what sexual desires are going through 10th grade students' minds. This guy is a pig. This guy is a complete pig. He shouldn't even have a teaching job. Uh, listeners to the show, they're at Churchill High School in Eugene, Oregon. The teacher's name is Kirk Miller. Email this school and Google it. You can find these schools and you can find the emails to Google. Uh, you could call them and ask them why they have a teacher that's worried about 10th grade students' sexual fantasies. And if they intend, uh, we'll get uh, see here, uh, if he got fired, but if he didn't, ask them why. Why is he still there? Why are you protecting a pedophile? And like I said, when I tell people to email and call these places, don't use foul language. Uh, you know, if you call uh, uh, B or even email, uh, show yourself as intelligent, because this is what scares people. This is what scares our enemy. When they see somebody is intelligent, that it's not just some dumbass buffoon uh, throwing some air around that doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. They laugh at that. So show yourself as intelligent. This will scare them. You don't have to have a, a child in this Churchill uh, school in Eugene, Oregon. You don't have to have a child there. I don't care if you're uh, uh, in California, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, or where the hell you are. You need to address this. Just because your children aren't there, uh, uh, think about your white brothers and sisters that are fighting because they have their children in there. Quit being so damn selfish. This is why America's in the shape it's in. Everybody, it seems like... Uh, uh, now, I'm not saying everybody, but there's many white people that are in it for themselves. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I swear to God, I think some white people, as long as it wasn't happening in their yard, 
I swear to God, there's white people in America today that could look outside their window and see the neighbor woman being raped by 10 Mexicans and just close the curtain because that's not his wife. It's not his yard. It's not his house. That's selfish. That's selfish. And that's why we're in the shape we're in here in America today. White people won't stand together. Won't stand together for some reason. It's like the opposite ends of magnets. This isn't about you. This isn't about how nice your neighborhood may be. This isn't about how uh, much money you may have. And knocking people that have nice homes or make a lot of money. Good. Good for you. I'm glad you're successful. But don't shit on a little guy. Just because you have it made, there's white brothers and sisters out there of yours that don't. Uh, the first assignment. Uh, a teacher allegedly gave students uh, this assignment to write a detailed paper about a sexual fantasy. Okay, that was the first assignment. The second assignment was called, With Whom Would You Do It? The project involved a virtual spinning wheel labeled with multiple sexual categories. This sick pig, this Kurt Miller, a teacher, at Churchill School in Eugene, Oregon, is a sexually perverted pig. There's no nice name for this pig. He should not have a job around children. This bastard actually needs locked up somewhere. He needs castrated and locked up is what he needs. Uh, I'm not even getting into any more of that because I'll tell you what, this stuff pisses me off uh, when, it, when these things like this are happening in schools. And what really irritates me is these things shouldn't be happening in schools if people use their, their voices. You use your voices, you can make change. You don't have to be violent. That's what the left wants you to do. They want you to get so ticked off that you do something violent. Then guess what? They can lock your ass up and you're out of the game. This is exactly what they want. Use your voices, use your mind, and... uh Use your intellectual skills. We could move mountains if we banded together. That's what really irks me, that this kind of stuff is even going on in our white Christian country. <clears throat> uh, I'm actually going to end the show on that one. Well, I'm not going to end it. Uh, that article... Uh, has me really ticked off. That's what I said. It wouldn't be any wonder I have high blood pressure. Every white person in America with the things that are going on should have high blood pressure. Sky high, high blood pressure. If you don't, uh, you're not concerned enough. Uh... I'll end with this one because I really hate ending the show uh, 
on a bummer article, and I really hate to end the show uh, as angry as I get with some of this stuff that shouldn't be happening and wouldn't be happening if white people banded together and used their minds, used their voices. Uh, This article, uh, I don't know, now maybe people from uh, Louisiana and uh, uh, Florida, uh, places that have, and other states that have alligators. I found this article on The Blaze. Uh, This could maybe save your life sometime. Alligators apparently like chocolate. Did you know that? And not just any old chocolate. They like milk duds. So uh, if you are uh, out somewhere, I guess, and we know people, uh, we don't have alligators. Uh, around where I live. So, you know, if I went somewhere and I saw an alligator, I'm beating feet the hell out of the uh, area. <laughs> I'm gone. But I'm sure people that are used to alligators, it, it probably doesn't bother you. Now, you don't want an alligator to snap you up. So here, this is uh, uh, some information. Alligators like chocolate, and not just any chocolate, they like milk duds. Uh, Keep this in mind uh, sometime uh, if you're out alligator hunting or in in swamps uh, where there's alligators. Take a couple of milk duds along with you. This article comes from uh, The Blaze. The headline is, Body of two-year-old Talon Mosley found in jaws of alligator a day after his mother was found dead. Boy's father charged with murder. Little black kid. Two-year-old little black kid. Eaten by an alligator. There's your milk dud. If you're a little slow (laughs) catching what I was saying about the milk dud, the little two-year-old milk dud. Little black kid. (laughs) You know, I just... I just got the... uh, a feeling uh, that somehow, probably after this alligator ate his milk cut, uh, he was probably could have used uh, uh, some Rolaids or an Alka Seltzer or something because I'm sure it probably turned his stomach. A statewide search for a missing two year old boy ended in tragedy, depending on how you look at it, on Friday when the child's body was found in the jaws of an alligator in Florida. The boy went missing after his mother was found stabbed to death. The father has been charged with the murders of the boy and his mother. Oh, so maybe the father, uh, 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 the big black, tossed the little uh, uh, milk dud to the alligator. The body of 20-year-old Pashoon Jeffrey was found dead from multiple stab wounds inside her St. Petersburg apartment. There was reportedly a trail of blood from Jeffrey's vehicle to her apartment in what St. Petersburg Police Chief Anthony Holloway described as a very violent crime scene. <coughs> There's your intelligence. There's your 70 IQ in full full gear. 
full full gear, 70 IQ attitude, borderline retarded. You're going to stab your wife and then have the trail of blood lead uh, 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 from your car to uh, her apartment. Seriously? No, I'm not advocating, uh, you know, that uh, uh, go out and kill your wife. I'm just saying, isn't that pretty stupid, though, to have, to let the blood trail from your car to her house? Uh, Jeffrey's son, two-year-old Taylor Mosley, was not inside the apartment with his dead mother. No, hell, he was out fighting alligators. He, he wasn't home with mom. Kind of reminds me, uh, I remember when I was young, uh, there was a show on TV called Wild Kingdom. And I can't remember uh, the guy's name, the, the head guy, uh, but he had a buddy, Tom. And this old guy was famous for sending Tom into these dangerous situations. He'd have the, the, the guy there, uh, the old guy, and he was dressed in his safari uh, clothing and stuff like that, and machete strapped to his uh, waist. Tom was just, you know, standing there uh, in maybe some khaki clothes and no weapons. Uh, but the guy would say, here's a dangerous uh, lion or whatever, and it would be in like a pen or something. And the old guy would say, uh, we'll send Tom in there to see the reaction of this deadly lion. This is what this kind of uh, 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 puts me in the mind of here. Uh, St. Petersburg Police Department launched a frantic search for the missing boy. A statewide Amber Alert was sent out to locate Talon. Dive teams searched for the missing boy in retention ponds near the apartment, and police with cadaver dogs and drones combed the area. I can't help but think either. If a cadaver dog that is hunting a black body would be repulsed at that scent. You, you would think that that dog, once he caught the scent of a black person, uh, adult or child, that would be like putting pepper on the ground for the dog to sniff. Oh, on Friday, the body of Kale and Mosley was found in the mouth of an alligator. Police noticed an alligator with an object in its mouth and quickly realized it was a child's body. Officers shot the alligator, causing it to release the boy. The alligator was euthanized. The dead boy was discovered 10 miles south of the Lincoln Shores apartments at Dell Holmes Park, which is close to Lake Mejior. Now, why would they kill the alligator when the milk dud was dead already? Why punish the alligator? Let him eat. Let him eat. There was two, uh, well, one senseless death. There was a senseless death in this situation. That alligator didn't have to die. Uh, police did not specify how the two-year-old boy died or what role the alligator attack played in his death. The medical examiner is investigating the boy's cause of death. You know, if you're in the jaws of an alligator, you're dead. I guess now, you know, the uh, black guy could have tossed the kid uh, 
in the pond or whatever. But like I said, that was a senseless death. I'm not even going to finish the story. Uh, but to me, that was a there was a senseless death in this article. It was senseless to kill the alligator. Let him eat his milk, dud, and he would have went on his way. It's, you know, it's not the fault. It's not the alligator's fault uh, that he's hungry. Well, with that, uh, I'm going to close out this Thursday evening show. I'll be back here on Tuesday, April 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern with a brand new The Rust Belt Klansman show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this show. If you did, tune in uh, April 11th right here on White Pride Radio at 7 p.m. I'll be back. Uh, look me up on VK. VK is Russia's version of Facebook, ironically. Uh, you actually have free speech uh, on VK. Actually, you know what? If you had a picture of that alligator eating that milk dud, you could post that on VK and nothing would be said. You wouldn't be censored. You'd find like-minded people that saw that article uh, the way I just did and the way you would. There's how you'll meet your like-minded people on VK. And I'm serious. I'm not teasing you. You could put a picture of this uh, alligator eating that milk dud, and uh, you would be censored. Not a word would be said to you. <laughs> and you're allowed to find that hilarious on VK. Uh, VK is in the Google Play Store to download. Uh, so if you download VK, look me up. Uh, Paul Brown on uh, VK. Send me a friend request. Uh, the show is on uh, Donald Trump's version of Twitter called True Social. Uh, True Social is also in the Google Play Store. Uh, so if you download True Social, look for the Rust Belt Clansman Show. The page has upcoming shows, uh, uh, information, uh, nice party uh, press releases. Uh, it has the Sunday sermons from Pastor Thomas Robb uh, at the Christian Revival Center in Harris, Arkansas. Uh, Thomas Robb is also the uh, national director of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, uh, so uh, check that out. Uh, look for the Rust Belt Klansman on True Social and uh, start to follow. If you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, uh, if you know of another chocolate uh, item that alligators like to eat, uh, uh, send that, and I can do a story on that. Uh, things you want to get off of your chest, uh, uh, whatever you got, you can email the show. You can email the Rust Belt Klansman show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple. It's all lowercase letters. Heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Uh, and if maybe if you do find other chocolate items that alligators like, we could uh, do a cookbook. Uh, I'll go halfers on you. Uh, I found the milk dud, so that's mine. Uh, but if you see uh, an alligator chomping on uh, chocolate, uh, uh, get a picture. Uh, write down the article. Send me the article. Get enough together, we, uh, we'll make a cookbook. Maybe try to make a couple bucks. You can also call the Rust Belt Klansman Show at area code 412-254-6226. You can uh, leave a voice message or a text 
Uh, you can do either on the phone line. <coughs> Again, that is area code 412-254-6226. Uh, I mentioned uh, the Christian Revival Center. And, you know, we always end the uh, show here in prayer. And I want to advertise or get it out there that the Christian Revival Center's annual Faith and Freedom Conference is coming up here this month, the end of this month. Uh, you, your wife, your children, uh, if you're not married, your girlfriend, uh, and maybe children, uh, if you're single and white, you got to be there. you got to be there. Uh, all the news and stuff that you hear me do, that's, uh, uh, it gets on your nerves and it's sick. You know, you get sick of hearing it uh, day in and day out. So here is a retreat. This is a weekend-long uh, retreat. Uh, you have to be white, of course, and you have to have Christian morals. Uh, you know, it, 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 don't show up using swear words and uh, walking around with a fifth of Jack Daniels. Uh, be clothed. Uh, don't show up uh, uh, half-naked. Uh, just show some Christian morals. Show some respect uh, for the Christian Revival Center and uh, Pastor Thomas Robb. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be Christian, but at least show uh, Christian morals. Don't uh, uh, I don't know how I want to say that. Don't uh, well, you just don't do those. There's certain places uh, where you use morals. Uh, the Christian Revival Center uh, is one of those. Uh, and it's a great time, a playground for the kids. There's a little pond there, uh, activities uh, for the children. And uh, uh, Pastor Rob sent out this, uh, it's a, a paper here, uh, about the uh, Faith and Freedom Conference. So I'm going to read that to you. It says, Dear friends, the annual Faith and Freedom gathering will be here soon, and you need to make plans to be here. This is the conference you and your family need to attend. It will help build your faith, strengthen your spiritual courage, and establish the fellowship to help keep you faithful. These are tough times that are upon us. Every day we read and hear about the growing anti-white agenda. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you just haven't been keeping up with the daily news. Here's a great place to keep up with the news. Uh, that, uh, trust me, uh, here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, uh, uh, you'll see the anti-white agenda uh, right up uh, close, right in your face, this anti-white agenda. Uh, Pastor Rob also says if you have children, you need to have them here. Begin making plans now. Our people are targeted for genocide, but God will have mercy upon us. When our ancestors were under siege by the Babylonian army in 597 B.C., Jeremiah the prophet stated, It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. That is Lamentations 3, 22, and 23. We will gather on the weekend of April 28th, 29th, and 30th to make an appeal to heaven for his mercy for ourselves, our families, our nation, and our people. Appeal to heaven is the theme uh, for this year's 
a Faith and Freedom Conference. Our Pilgrim Fathers said that America was God's holy habitation. Though the remnant is small, there are those who still believe America is the habitation of the Lord. Come for the fellowship and leave with new friends and inspiration. Attendance is free. Christian conduct is mandatory. No alcohol on church property. You could park an RV, but there are no hookups or dump stations. There are camping sites and primitive men and women bunkhouses for those who register early. There's no charge to stay in the bunkhouses, but space is limited. So no guarantee there will be room unless you register early. There's men and women showers in the church. If you play a musical instrument, bring it with you. To register to attend, call area code 870-427-3414 through daytime only. Uh, Pastor Rob actually gives you his uh, cell phone number for after uh, daytime hours. That number is, to Pastor Rob is, area code 870-302-9884 for more information and uh, to register. Even though attendance is free, we still need to have you register. So we have an idea how many will be here. All meals are prepared by our own staff and available at reasonable prices. We will send or email you directions. The Christian Retreat is about 70 miles south of Springfield, Missouri, and 15 miles from Harrison, Arkansas. There are motels in Harrison, and we can provide phone numbers for the motels. Uh, folks, it's a great time, uh, a very, very uplifting time. Uh, if you don't know uh, who Pastor Thomas Robb is, or if you don't know anything about the Christian Revival Center, uh, go to YouTube and search for the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Make sure you add the Harrison, Arkansas, and that will bring the Christian Revival uh, YouTube channel to the very top. Uh, there you will find uh, uh, Pastor Rob's weekly sermons. Now, uh, everybody can't go to Harrison uh, for the church service on Sundays, but... The Sunday sermon is, is posted to the YouTube channel between, usually between Monday and Wednesday of that week. So uh, there's a great way uh, if you don't know who uh, uh, Pastor Thomas Robb is uh, and what he's all about. There's a great way to find out. Uh, uh, so if you're on the fence about going to this, check out the uh, 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 sermons now. Uh, check them out because you need to be at this uh, Faith and Freedom Conference. And also, this is on secure private ground. It's, this is on private property, and it is very secure. So you have no worries about yourself or your family. Uh, you are safe. Uh, this is a safe place to uh, congregate and meet uh, other people, other white people, people like ourselves. Uh, like-minded people. Uh, so please uh, plan to attend uh, the Faith and Freedom Conference. We are going to uh, end, as we always do here on the show, uh, in prayer. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads.
O Lord, you are faithful and true in all your ways, and you can be trusted in all things you have declared. Those who put their hope in you will not be put to shame, but you will protect them from all the arrows of the enemy. You are faithful to deliver them to the day of your salvation. You have proven yourself true in your dealings with humanity, and your faithfulness to your people has been shown repeatedly, both for their blessing and their discipline. I can rest assured that you will deliver on all your promises of restoration and blessing in the day of your glory. I glorify and magnify your holy name because of your great works of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, what a great way to end the show uh, there with the information for uh, the Christian Revival uh, Retreat, the Faith and Freedom uh, Conference, the retreat, uh, end with a nice uh, prayer. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you tune in this uh, coming Tuesday at 11, uh, yeah, at 11, uh, this Tuesday, April 11th at 7 p.m. Uh, we'll be right back here uh, with the Rust Belt Klansman Show at 7 p.m. April 11th. So uh, please tune in. I thank all my listeners, my loyal listeners, uh, for listening to the show. Without my listeners, there would be no show. Uh, so uh, you are greatly appreciated. Uh, and we're going to conclude. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Shall see arms outstretched to me. What do I care if it dies? <laughs> it means nothing to me.